Hey, if I got it, I got it. We're all sunk. Hey, the three universities, state universities, and I are meeting today whether to go to all online classes, and so is Kirkwood. So, you know, if we're not gonna be coming back after spring break, are you ready for all online classes? I, I mean, I have online classes right now, so. I mean, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we our podcast would obviously stop because I feel like the buildings would be closed. Um, I mean, Ohio State already has closed theirs, and Harvard, even though, like, there's none, no cases in their, like, counting stuff. It's, like, in their state, but it's not closed. Uh, we have 13 cases here in Iowa, 12 in Johnson County because some Egyptian crews. So... Yeah, it's a little close to home. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think it would be. I didn't think there were twelve cases. Apparently, one person is hospitalized, so it's like not everyone's in the hospital. They're just all in quarantine. Well, it's probably better if most of us died anyway. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, Remedy. Well, when you put it that way, you gotta do them like that. Um. <coughs> enough about Corona. Yeah. Did you get checked? Why didn't you think of getting checked, man? Because I don't want to go to the hospital. Okay, but why don't you want to go to the hospital? Because I hate ho- who doesn't who likes a hospital. Okay, but you don't want you're just gonna keel over one day and be like, unless you. No, I, I'm on the hey, upward. Well, she went in. I'm on the upswing now. Mm-hmm. We're good. All righty. All right. Well, Samson's gonna do most of the talking today. I'm just gonna interject <laughs> when I feel like it. Oh, interject. So. I couldn't, it, it was really hard listening to the last podcast, and I had to come back, set the record straight about a couple things, because, you know, we're messed up. First of all, yes, Gobert is only the top 20 player, so you can get off my back. Oh, don't. But. Don't beat with, yourself up for that. With the other stuff, I do stand by, all right? In this, yes, last game, Tatum was on fire, okay? But in the month of, month of February, he's gone from 49% from three to 40 so no, wow! I'm just saying it's still hot, but not as I said. <laughs> cool down he, he, from three. Now inside, he's still going like crazy, and which I expected. But the biggest thing that I got really, I was watching Jazz games because I was like, oh my goodness, now I have to like re-rank Gobert, and um, and then I remember uh, was I remembered your take about Donovan Mitchell, which yeah. I had to come back to, man. Oh. Donovan Mitchell is not the number one option on this team. Oops. He is not, okay? He, there are so many times in these games where, like, when they lost against uh, the Raptors, he's just standing in the corner for most of the games. The top six <laughs> games this season when he's had the highest point totals, like he's scored the most six times this season, they've only won once, and that was against the Pelicans without Zion. So when he's on fire, usually it's not better for the team. The Joe Ingles is the one who's I'd trust Joe Ingles to have, have more clutch shot than him. He's hit a lot. Joe more. Ingles is averaging nine points a game. Okay, he's still I, what? No way. He's not. It's more than nine. But it's not. I'm just saying, looking at looking at um what is going on in these games, it's definitely Joe Ingles has been more clutch. Mike Conley starting to heat up. He's the one who's handling the ball. The game against the Celtics, <laughs> he's the one who hit the clutch shot and had the assist to Gobert in the final minutes. So like. Yes, it may be. I'm not saying that uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell is not the most talented player. Yes, he's the most talented player, but he's not the leader of this team. Well, then who is? Right right now, I'd say Mike Conley, but Mike I mean, Conley? moving more. Yeah, you watch these games. When was the last time you watched a Jazz game? 
Uh, yeah, I watched some stuff the other night. I'm just saying, it's in the clutch moments, they go to the main. And if you're in the corner, like not even the top wing, not the block, not the top of the key, no, in the corner corner, like a role player like P.J. Tucker, you're you're not a leader of a team. Like what other superstar does that? <coughs> I, I, I literally don't know another one. You, if you think your superstar is the one, you give him the ball in those final minutes. In the and yes, there was the game against the Knicks where he had thirty three points, which by the way he tied with Bogdanovich and he had one or two plays. But that's the Knicks. Like I'm saying again, the big time game when it's close, they don't go to him. They go to Bogdanovich, who we'll get into later. Uh, they go to Ingles, and I mean, yes, Gobert, yeah, he's not great, but I mean, he plays his role. They they just don't trust him. I, that's what I think. I don't know. What do you think, Rems? Well, I think you just poo-pooed all over Donovan Mitchell. So yeah, yeah, like I did last podcast, and I was like, I, I just haven't seen it this year with him. And I mean, when he decides to be aggressive, yeah, he can go crazy. Um, yeah, he's averaging almost ten points a game. Like, I'm not saying he's putting up great numbers, but when You're they call his Ingles. number, he brings it up. Yeah, Joe Ingles. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think when Donovan Mitchell, he needs to flip that switch like Tatum. And when he does, yeah, he'll be good. He'll be probably – he will be the best player on the team. But right now he's not playing like it. It's actually nice to see Conley starting to fit his role. I, I really hope that he would because it was kind of tough to see him leave, like, uh, the franchise where he would have been their, like, all-time great guy to go and have a horrible ending to his career. But thankfully it's going better, so – well, this is just all leading to the Jazz losing in the first round, and then a lot of talk about whether or not Donovan Mitchell should get. It. Did he get extended already? Uh, I don't think so. No. Also, Jordan Clarkson's been looking decent, but he hasn't. He doesn't pass much, but he's been a spark off the bench. This is just all leading to questions about how much money Donovan Mitchell deserves when his extension comes up. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I would you. I mean, the other guys who got in st- extensions, like there's Jalen Brown, who's been playing better than Mitchell this year. I mean, and I feel like Mitchell is starting to fall into that thing where Barnes was like two, three years ago, where Barnes had like 20-something oh, points, and it was just he's empty not, points. He's not. He's not. He's not, he's hitting not Harrison the Barnes. His foot. I'm not saying he is. He's he's contributing as much as Barnes did on those they're, things. Uh, they're in the playoffs. Empty points. They're losing, but they're still in the playoffs. Not so. because of him. Well, everybody's on that team is not doing too well, so. I mean, they're not doing no. No one's going crazy right now, except maybe Bogdanovich. But uh, Conley, I feel like, is definitely starting to improve. Okay, so Conley's okay now. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying against good teams, he's the one that showed up. I mean, yes, they lost game. It It was more than one game. It was also, um, I mean, they did lose to the Raptors. Um, I mean, they haven't played great teams lately. Like they had the Knicks, Wizards, and Cavs. I mean. It's not like they've had a ridiculously tough schedule, but when they've needed him, I haven't seen Mitchell. If the Jazz are going to be at their best, they need Donovan Mitchell to be their best player. But when he is, so if they're losing they lose. and Mitchell's not their best player, then there's your problem. Yeah, they lose when he is their when he plays like he's their best when player. When he plays hero ball, that's different than him playing not as their best player, which is what happens. We know that. Mitchell tends to fall into like the West Russell Westbrook hero ball, do it all yourself, mm-hmm. like crazy drives and all that stuff, which is what sounds like happens when they lose, which mm-hmm. makes total sense. I don't, I don't know. I just don't see. I haven't seen him from Mitchell this year, and I don't think he's playing like they're the best player. I mean, he should be, but 
And and right now they're projected to play the Nuggets. It's three. No, it's four or five. The Thunder. So, as long as it isn't the Rockets again, that'll be, I'll be chill. I mean, maybe he'll show up in the playoffs. I could see him beat the Thunder. The Thunder get it to the next round. Like, if they make it farther in the playoffs than the Rockets, that'd be, that'd be that'd crazy. That'd be funny. I'd enjoy that. I mean, right now they're above the Rockets, so that's that's just ridiculous. I mean. They're they're tied. They're all tied. Oh yeah, it's really cutthroat right there. The three through six, and then, uh, only other thing is Kenny Atkinson getting fired. I mean, obviously we know he's fired, but like, <coughs> do you believe in del- de- de- development? I cannot say a word. What development coaches? Like, do you think he's just a development coach? Because I think I mean he's a decent coach. I could see what people are saying. Like, you need different kinds of coaches for different kinds of teams. I guess it seems like they want a certain personality to be the coach, which is why they're going after Tyron Lue. Mm-hmm. And it just to, this to me is already signs that like the Durant Kyrie thing is super dysfunctional. It's not going to work. Yeah, I mean it, it's Kyrie though. Like I, I feel like for the little bit that they'll need him, he'll he'll probably like one year he'll be all in, and then afterwards he'll just go down. This is like this could be like the worst thing that happens to Durant's career being on the Nets. More than, yeah, I, I guess. More than leaving OKC. Yeah, because at least he won titles. That's true, but, you know, it's like, still And last, like a mark year, on his last year before he got hurt in the playoffs, he was, like, the best player in the league. Yeah. And then Kawhi swept in and took it away from him. Yeah. But he offensively was awesome. And now it's just, now he's paired with Kyrie, and they both are, like, decisive. and. I've seen rumors that they're talking about him being the 76ers coach. Kenny Atkinson? Yeah. I don't know if that would be an upgrade. I don't know if it would be that much of an upgrade. I think it would be a slight upgrade, but not enough to actually make a difference. <laughs> Plus, it doesn't matter much when most of your talent is injured anyway. So, it's, I mean, 76ers bug. Anyway, you ready to jump into the X Factors slash favorite players? Do you want to talk about LeBron at all? Um, him missing the shot or no. not playing in the stadium uh, with... If there's do you no think fans? he? Do you think he can take the MVP from Giannis? At this point, uh, I think it's close. I mean, Giannis is injured, so he's not playing as much. He's you know? he's missed. He'll miss two games. Yeah, I think that. I mean, they could sit him out for more because it's the end of the season. They're looking to the future. Um, I'm surprised Le- LeBron hasn't taken any rest or as much rest as he usually does. Like when he's making that push. Hopefully he doesn't play all eight. Hopefully both of them don't play all 82 games. Like, I know people are like, oh, that's their contract. They should play. But, like, I'd much rather see these guys be healthy in the playoffs when it actually matters. Do you have any takeaways from the Lakers-Clippers game? I don't know. It's. I was surprised that it was that big of a lead um, that Kawhi didn't at least make it closer than it was. Than it was. But, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Like, they the, – Clippers did beat him earlier, but it was the last game. It was like because uh, Adam of LeBron's hand touched the ball when Beverly hit it out. So <laughs> it's they're close. They're really close. I'd love to see a seven-game series. Um, I think the Lakers are the better team because of the, just the chemistry and all that. Um, and they're just they just feel like they're built better. I don't know. No, thank what you. do you think? Thank you for that. Um, do you want to apologize to Zion? Do I want to apologize to Zion? Oh my goodness! I mean, 
Okay, yes. I uh, Zion Williamson, because I know you're listening. Yes. I should he does not listen. Have, yeah, I, I should have known. I did not mean to say that you would be, that your production would go down. Okay, saying yeah, he that definitely though, meant it. he says it about everybody. It's fine. I don't say it about everyone. It was like three players, but saying that, um, <coughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's it's gonna be interesting to see if he makes the playoffs because, I, it, it seems like it flip flops every two three days. Like they were the nine seed, I think, two days ago, and it's like, hey, and then they were the twelve th- seed like a week ago, and it's like, oh well, they're not making so. It's like a roller coaster ride on to whether he'll make the whether they'll make the playoffs, um, and especially with all the injuries to the Grizzlies, they're barely hanging on to a three game lead. So we'll have to see if they make it. What do you think, Pelicans in the playoffs? I have no idea. I'm surprised that the Kings have the same record as the Pelicans. I didn't know that until last night. Yeah. And I was rewatching that uh, Raptors Kings game. I remember hearing some take where it's like, don't hate on the Kings. They're not as good, but they're not horrible. Remember when De'Aaron okay, Fox was like the guy you'd want, the point guard you'd want to start your franchise with? Yeah. I mean, I didn't necessarily want to start with him because his shooting isn't as consistent <laughs> as I'd like it. Like, yes, he's a speedy guy and stuff, but I feel like it's too much relies on his athleticism, which, I mean, God forbid, you might get an injury – I mean, it, it's very likely. That's very that's something that can be affected easily. So, I mean, he's not he's not a he's. I feel like for him, it's once he figures out like playmaking, and like can have a better outside shot, he'll definitely his game will go up so much more. Should we talk about the most important news of the day? Oh, is uh, Demar Derozan says he's going to opt out. If him and the Spurs don't reach a contract extension, which is not going to happen, so Demar Derozan's going to up. Uh, no, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah. made my day. I think something else happened. I remember I I seeing something it. else happen, but yeah, no, Demar Derozan. It should. I'm surprised he hasn't been traded already. Yeah, I'm not. Apparently, there's no market for him. Nobody wants him. I mean, yeah, but you know, I. I'm sur- I just it's surprising how fast his market has gone like at the very worst like he's someone who can come off the bench like he's a decent he's a starter I don't know why maybe it's just how bad his wanna, contract you is You want to pay a guy coming off your bench 27 million? I mean I didn't, I didn't know what his contract was but um let's see here I love looking at that sport track like they're very good at that that graphic is very good at showing his contract, different contracts. But yeah, no, I didn't know how much he was making because I was like, he still, I still feel like he should be a starter in this league. Really? I mean, Who does DeRozan help win a championship? I, if you put him I on the know, contenders. Championship. Um. Yeah, it is an option for twenty-seven. It's a player option though, or a twenty-twenty player option. Yeah. So he can, he can just take the Who money. Who does he there. help win a championship? Right. If you just put him on one of the contenders this year. If you put him on the Nuggets, are the Nuggets like. Oh, my god. Does goodness. he push him over the top? No, he doesn't. I don't no, think he pushes him. He just doesn't do that anymore. He's I mean, I don't like think a, he like pushes the good, team over the top. He's like a good player now. Yeah. But he doesn't bring anything. The Bucks could use him. No, he couldn't. If he steps out to three. Yeah, but he's not going to. He hasn't done it, and he never will. Yeah. 
And if he does, I'll just be mad that he didn't do it when he was in San Antonio. So. <laughs> just throw him at the Rockets and yeah, have Dan Tony the... smack him over the head with his couple. Yeah, maybe just <laughs> maybe he just goes to the Warriors. Yeah, hey, that wouldn't be bad. I think he goes to Brooklyn. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But he would know. never get the ball though. So. It just seems like they would be desperate for like a big third, three and yeah, big for like a big <laughs> oh three gosh. and they need DeRozan. So that's my that's my prediction, my early free agent prediction. I'd way rather have Karis Levert as a three De, DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan to the the Brooklyn Nets, thirty year old. Yeah, right out of South Carolina. Yeah, I don't know. He he feels like an He's underrated, but what Southern California? Yeah, not South Carolina. Oh, well, Southern California. Yes. Yeah. Um. No, it feels like he's been underrated over the last couple of years, but like over is he like an overrated guy cuz like no one talks about him. I exactly. never hear him. I think him. that's pretty perfect. I just never hear anything about him. What's there to say about DeRozan? He's just he he's just balling. <coughs> he's I mean, balling. They're awful. The Spurs are terrible. I mean, I, and DeRozan's their best player and he refuses to embrace the modern NBA and he's detrimental on defense. Oh, he's been bad on he defense. Does all, I haven't been watching Spurs basketball. He's been bad on defense his whole career. Yeah. 22 points. He's still, like, 22 points, 5 assists. Like, yeah, I mean, if, like, if you, like, run the like the numbers where it's, like, guys with 25 and 5 and yeah. 50%, it's, like, him, LeBron, and Jokic yeah. are the only three guys doing it this year. But Maybe Kawhi. No, they showed a stat on last Spurs oh, game. It was, okay. like, really – maybe Kawhi's in there, too. I don't know, but mm. – you know, he's just everything you want in the modern NBA and, like, a championship team, like shooting and defense and versatility, like, he doesn't give you anymore. I mean, yeah. He's just, just slow-paced, pick-and-roll, mid-range shooting. I mean, I feel like he's accepted of his role as just... <coughs> as what? A, a, a bad... boring guy down... Just well, there you go. That's... Uh, Spurs. Well, that's not good. Why I'm would not saying that's a that good role? thing. I don't know why he's accepted it. I don't That's think kind of he funny. has. He doesn't either, even have any nicknames. He would, op- he would just—he just said he would opt out. So I don't think he has accepted it. But I mean, just saying, like he's probably the one of the most boring guys in the NBA. Nothing's going on. He's just, just vibing. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised that the Spurs wouldn't sign him. I mean, I wouldn't. So, especially with that kind of money, but they'll just have to eat. How the much contract. money do you think somebody will give him? I could see like. Like a bad team, not very smart, would be like, yeah, they Sacramento? could give me 18 mil a year. Maybe he's a good Sacramento. Maybe 20 mil. <laughs> Go somewhere where you forget all about you. Maybe the Bulls. The Bulls? Hmm. Veteran leadership? Maybe. That'd be an interesting one to pair with Levine. Yeah. Yeah, backcourt <laughs> with no defense, all offense. Yeah, Kobe White. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there's. It's 140 points a game right there on defense. 140 to 150. Yeah. Oh my goodness, the Bulls against the Wizards. That'd be a great game. Um, you ready for X Factors? Yeah, let's do it. This All is, right. Do you have a name for this segment? This is your segment. So coming up next. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not great at getting oh, names. Okay, I didn't know. Um, so. best player, best favorite player. So what you did an X Factor and a favorite player? Or did uh, you just no, combine it was it either one? or. So if I couldn't think of an oh. X Factor, because their team is just like there's no one I could think of. Then usually did a favorite player. Okay. Um. So starting in the East with the Bucks, who've clinched it, right at the top. Whoa. Um. This sounds a little inappropriate. What? Oh my goodness. 
clinched in the playoffs. Oh, clinched the playoffs. Okay. Yes. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Oh, that's who I have. I mean, I said it already in podcasts, but this year he's doubled his <laughs> points per game. Um, he's Most of his uh, three-pointers are assisted. I mean, he's a catch-and-shoot guy, 80%. And he's only a second-year player, like a sophomore guy. And he's playing like he's a five-six vet, five-six-year vet. You know, he doesn't turn over the ball. It's not like he's trying to do the most. And, uh, yeah, this year he's been given more responsibilities. Started, like, he started uh, a lot more because Brogdon's gone. Um, and uh, he's run he's run plays. I I don't, I haven't seen necessarily, like, a humongous hole to his game. He just, and he's not a liability on defense. I don't know, like, considering a complimenting player, I don't know if you can get much better except more scoring, I guess. Uh, yeah, the last four games, he's 16 points a game. He's 42% from three. And he was really important in that Lakers game in the third quarter. The Lakers go on this 18-0 run, and Giannis just, like, totally disappears. But DiVincenzo's the one that's, like, he's handling the ball. He's super aggressive. He's, like, distributing. And I think he ended up with 12 points in the quarter. So if you just look at guys on that team that aren't going to be afraid in a playoff series to at least – yeah. And, you know, you don't want him taking over a playoff series. Like it's, game three, that's heat check guy. That's Giannis's job. But, yeah, exactly. Heat check guy. Someone. A guy that's not going to be afraid to take a bucket. Mm-hmm. That's going to be DiVincenzo. And we've seen it before. I mean, the national yeah. championship game, he had 31 points. So. Yeah. Yeah, which is the main reason why he got drafted in the first round, which is why I kind of hated on him. But, yeah, this year he's definitely <coughs> definitely showing up. Uh, next team, the Raptors, yeah. who also clinched the playoffs. Um I've definitely liked this guy this year mostly because he's obviously had more playing Is it time. OG? Yes, it's OG. Yeah, I don't know. You're me. too predictable. I, love, I, I, I talk about the guys I love and I really like how he plays. I've, I've said this before. I think he's a Pascal Siakam of last year in playing in this year's team where you have a guy who has, you can see the talent. He's just, you know, not getting the usage right because for obvious reasons. Um, and he's, he's, I think he's more chippy than Pascal. I mean, he got ejected. Um, for shoving with Gobert, like he's not scared to go at guys, and I mean Gobert is like at least five inches taller than him. I don't know about heights, but um, he's fifty percent from three on eight attempts. Um, so um, no, fifty percent really? from um, from the field on eight attempts. That, that's, uh, that's good. <laughs> thirty point for thirty percent from three on eight, three. Because attempts. I remember running, I remember running some Bertans numbers earlier this yeah. year about. He was taking. He was shooting like forty five percent on eight on eight attempts, and it was like him and Steph Curry have only done that before. Yeah, no, it's not. Like, oh, yeah, man, it's from I'll the throw, field. Throw from OG the field. in that group, but um, no, but he's thirty percent from the field on three attempts. Like he's not liable, and he covers usually he covers the other team's second, first best player. Like they can switch from him from Pascal, and you're not scared. So, I think he locks down guys. Who you got? Uh, the Raptors have to be the most annoying team to play because just like any given night, some guy can hit like five threes randomly, and they just get per- like the other night against the Kings, they had a guy like Matt Thomas who I've just never seen before yeah. playing, and they can just get production out of these random guys. Uh, mine's not very good. I have Norman Powell. Okay, he I had just- one good game against the Warriors. Yeah, against the Warriors, he was lighting it up. Yeah, it's hard it's to pick guys that just won the finals as yeah. X-Factors because clearly they're X-Factors. They just won the finals. But <laughs> if you need a guy to hit, like, three threes and a quarter randomly, like, Norman Powell's your guy. 
Doing quick math, yeah, Gobert is six inches taller than OG, and he's going at him. So, yeah, that's that's always good to great to see your guys um, on fire like that. The next one is obviously not an X factor for the Celtics. What do you have, Marcus? Who Smart? clinched the playoffs? No, oh. he's not. He's technically he's on a two way contract. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Taco Fall. Oh, come on. Pick Play a real, in time. Pick a, guy, pick a real guy, Samson. I'm going to make you go back. Go right now and oh pick my a real goodness. guy. A X Factor guy? Yeah. I don't know. Pick a real guy. I mean, guy. it'd be probably Marcus Smart. But that's boring. Everyone talks. There's like multiple articles. Everyone talks about Marcus Smart. Like, I'm pick another guy. Who? Kemba Walker? Like, Daniel Tice? You could talk Tice. I mean, you could talk, you could talk Tice. Tice. Um, there's a lot of hate on Brad Wanamaker. I don't know. Simmons was bashing him on his podcast. I haven't heard much love for him. From what I've watched him, I watch highlights. Like I watch sometimes games, but from what I saw, he like looks okay. But he doesn't. I feel like he's a decent backup. Um, but yeah, if I had to really pick, a, like if I sat down and thought about it, it'd probably be Daniel Tice. Um, but yeah, no Taco Fall should be playing, and here is why. Okay. Yes. Don't read his G League. Yes, stats. I'm reading his don't G League read stats. stats. Sixteen points. 12 rebounds, 9 blocks. I don't think that uh what's wait, Javante Green with his 13 minutes looking self 26 min 26 year old should be playing uh minutes on uh on a the third best team in the East. Uh who else is picking up minutes? Uh Semi Ojale, he's been given it enough time. Um I mean, yes, this is obviously a more fun guy. Um but I think, I mean, I think it's time to call him up. He's already been up on the team. Throw him in there. Screw with the other team. Like, you have him against, like, um, the Raptors. That's going to screw with him. Um, what other teams? Like, I'm not saying give him 40 minutes, like, right now. But I'm saying, like, give him 16, 17 minutes. And he is, he's, he's I think he needs, like, blocking. eight minutes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. But he definitely should get minutes above guys like semi Ojale. I'm just saying. I think the he's more valuable he, right now. The fact that he hasn't played and just, like, these random games is kind of surprising. He has already. He's played before. Yeah, but he's played, like, three times. Yeah. Like, he's played, like, eight or nine times. Oh, already. okay. Prove it's been wrong. a couple, like, it's, ten it's times. Eight times. We're 60 games in, like. I mean that's true. The fact that he hasn't played a little bit more is surprising, but then he'll get he's gonna get dunked on at some point. And it'll just he's not about to get dunked on. A, it'll be the end of his he's life. He's about to block it. Swap master, put him in already. Okay, that was that was interesting. <laughs> uh, he he's played six games, six games. Yeah, I still think he should play. I mean, yes, G League, yes, it's not that big of a deal, but nine, it's still, it's still some kind of players. You know, that's still some kind of respect, and I still think he should be playing over guys who. Have shown their potential. Like, you're not going to get any much more out of them. If you're going to be giving your minutes, like, if you're going to have a 10-man rotation and give minutes to Javante Green and guys like that, then why not put in a big man? And also, if you're giving Canner only six minutes and you already don't trust him, then why don't switch him out with Taco Fall? They do need some rim protection. Give some guy like that some run. Like, Canner is going to already – he's a shorter guy – who pretty much does the same thing that Hayward and other guys do already for the team, like maybe a little bit better around the rim. <coughs> like get some guy who does something different, actually has some potential, and may and obviously the fans want him in. So I don't I mean, I'm not saying give him crazy amount of minutes, but if you're gonna give up on Canner, then go with someone who actually makes sense. I have Grant Williams. Okay. I I don't I can. I just maybe there's a time where they need like to go small at the mm -hmm. five without 
playing like the smart Kemba, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward group because that just might be too small. Yeah. And there's like no real. F- I guess you could pl- try to play Jalen at the five, but I don't may- know why they don't. Maybe play there's Hayward a at the five. maybe there's a time where they have to go really small at the five, and they ended up with they end up with Grant Williams, and uh, who knows how that could go. How tall is Gordon Hayward? Gordon Hayward, I think he's as tall as Grant Williams. Like he's, he's like not six four, but he's not six four. He's like six five, six six, six eight, six eight. He's my big. boy, is six eight. Grant Williams. Grant Williams like six five. Right? They're like probably the same height. Williams. What's his height without shoes? Six six. He's shorter than yeah. I don't know why they don't put Hayward at the five. Because Hayward can't play the five. He's six five. That doesn't doesn't mean he can play the five. I think though. he. I I I mean he's a solid guy though. He could probably Poor guys like a little. I don't know. He just he's not a like little, a string. A little he, timid. He's a solid. <laughs> guy. A little timid to be the five. He's uh. They don't say his weight. Dang. Uh, he, yeah, 225, <laughs> six, eight. That's a solid guy. He's just a little timid to be the five. You, oh he's, you, he's going to guard Davis? Like, no, he's not going to, what we're saying when they go small, like. Yeah. But yeah, no, Grant Williams is a good pick. I He has been a solid guy for them. Uh, you can definitely see some de- de- development. I'm just saying, I'm saying there might be like a stretch yeah. for like six minutes where they need him at the five in a yeah. big moment, so. But you know what? Get Taco Fall in there. I don't care. We need tacos. Oh, yeah. Taco. taco. Taco Tuesday. Exactly. And just every game they play him, he's just starting, starting on Taco. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, next team, Miami Heat. Uh, I mean, it's Bama Bio. Extra. He's bio. an All Star. He's an All Star, but pick he's an, an All Star in oh, these categories. Guess what? Okay, like Kendrick Nunn or Tyler Hero, like they're off and on. Um, who else is on the team? Goran Dragic. I went with Jay Crowder. Is he still on the team? Yeah. I thought he was traded. He was traded to the Heat. Oh. Cuz I remember, yeah, he's I mean, he's all over the place. There's going to be a there's going to be a game where he goes 5 for 6 from 3 and it's awesome and there's going to be one where he goes 1 for 8 and people are going to blame Jay Crowder. For I wonder how many games he plays. I mean, how many teams he's <laughs> played for. Um 17 I bet yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six teams. Mavericks, Celtics, Cavaliers, Jazz, Grizzlies, and Heat. Hmm. That's ten more less than I thought he played. Quite for. quite the list. That's a solid list. Uh yeah, no. As well as three I mean, college teams. <laughs> that's crazy. He's all over the place. I guess whatever jersey fits. Yes, I picked an all star, okay. But do you have you did you see the Butler quote that just came out? No, where it's like he's Adebayo was the best teammate he's ever played with. Hmm. And that's better than Butler. I mean, better than uh, Embiid, Simmons. I mean, Cat is like on the list. But you're, what, 14th best player in the league? Carl Anthony Towns? <laughs> okay. When okay. was the last time he played a game? I don't know. He's probably lower. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he wasn't my 14. He was probably lower than that but no he was in like your top 16 i don't know you can go back and look i don't, don't want to look back and go back and look we already that's a that's that's a regrettable podcast but anyway yeah no uh he loves him <coughs> guess what his first name interesting is? going back to that oh idris idris yes sir um interesting going back to that uh leadership conversation that now even jimmy butler is raving about how good bam out bio is because everyone loves him Exactly. Um, this year he stepped it up, doubled his scoring, uh, his assists, 
Um, he isn't a three-point shooter, but, I mean, he's a durable guy. Played all 82 games last year. Is on pace to play all the games this year. And, I mean, in this league, that can't be discounted because <laughs> a lot of guys, like, yes, it isn't their fault. But at the same time, they just get injured. Very Like, injuries are common now with pretty much all superstars. And, I mean, he's not a superstar, but he is an all-star, and he hasn't been injured yet. So, I mean, that's nice to see. Um, and he's just a grinded-out guy. Um, and this year, maybe some, something that's probably helped is he stopped playing center as much. The first two years, he played 96 and 99% of his uh, the possessions as a center. And this year, he's played 59% as a power forward and the other half as a center. So, maybe he's a better power forward. I mean, it's working for the team. So, it's some very good improvement. Um I mean, he's obviously like like most other centers. He's probably not the guy you want taking that like last shot in like a game seven, because um, you're not you're not gonna clear out for like him on the block. Um, but I think he's a major building block of this team, especially in that Bucks game. He was on fire. <coughs> who do you have for the Pacers? Wait, who do you have for the? Heat? Uh, I told you, Jay Crowder. Oh, Jay Crowder. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wait, you have no case for him? Well, I, I made the case. Weren't you listening? I heard it. Did you totally ignore it? I I, I was just busy. You were talking it. over it, weren't oh you? Oh, my goodness. I am sorry. It's disrespectful. I am sorry, Senor Morrow. All okay, right. moving on to the... I had the 76ers next. Or uh, Pacers. No, I have Pacers. Um, it's their best player, Sabonis. I didn't... I didn't I'm not going to lie. I didn't go that deep. Um, <coughs> I don't know. I just feel like... I mean, even with his all-star, he doesn't get as much respect as he should get. Um, yes, they did lose a close game. I can't remember against who. But he was well, the they one. just lost to the Celtics really close the other night. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, it was last night, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, in that, still in that game where Oladipo went off, like they were trying to get the ball to him. At the same time, he made uh, he's the one that made it close with uh, the belay buck, go-ahead bucket and the assist. Um, so, He's still he's this year he has been the best player on that team. Uh he's one of the best rebounders in the league at 12.5. Um and and like with the, even he, he even with Oladipo, they're still they've been fine. I mean because of him they they're the reason why he's in the playoffs. And I mean he he made history. I mean yes, it's not a big deal, but yes he is the first Pacers guy to have 20, 15, and 10. Now, there, there have been great Pacers centers, but, you know, it's always Rick nice Smiths. to put your name in the record books. Um, but, yeah, that's my case for him. I have Justin Holiday. Okay. I didn't I didn't know which Holiday brother to pick. I was yeah. going to pick a Holiday brother. But I've always liked Justin Holiday. I don't know. I guess I just like lanky two guards. but More than Aaron Holiday? Yeah. His box scores are always nice. He shoots 42% from three, but... If you watch, if you just like happen to turn on a game, he'll probably just go like three for nine and be okay. Yeah. Do you ever get him mixed up like watching a game? No. I did. I haven't seen him. I don't watch Pacers. Holiday. Aaron Holiday is like six inches shorter than Justin. Oh really? Justin is. Yeah, I think oh, I so. I didn't know the height difference was that different. Um. Yeah. No. I do. I don't, yeah. I haven't. I didn't go that deep into do, the, the do, team. Do we think my Miles Turner is still good? I think he's. I think people still consider him like a young, pros like not a prospect, but a young guy you can not build your <laughs> franchise around, but he can be a well, no, not that, building like, piece. He, we still like him as a piece, though. Yeah, I mean he's yeah, twenty three. I don't know. 
I haven't seen him do anything like crazy. Well, I think he point, started right? to go back in the lime back. Like that's, ba- that's the point, right? He hasn't really done anything. Backing away from the limelight because of Sabonis coming up. So well, yeah, Sabonis took his spot. Yeah, those are all these things that you're saying are are negative Miles Turner points. Yeah, um, he's been yeah 33 percent from three. I know he usually likes taking a couple. He usually <laughs> likes shooting from three. Uh, I think he needs to trade. Uh, maybe to a young team. Good old change of scenery, huh? I mean, Markel Fultz isn't horrible, but he's better than he was with the 76ers. Like, I mean, he's not change really. of scenery does help. He's not really. I mean, he's not maybe really a different system than he is with the Sixers, but I think he's he he has more time to be better. He well, has so. gets more shots. Yeah, I think and Turner needs to go somewhere where he'll get more shots. Probably. Really? Do you want Turner taking more shots? I mean, yeah. I I think he's I I mean his main focus is defense, but for him to grow as a player, I think he obviously needs more shots. Yeah, I think the is... team still needs him though if they want to make a deep run in the playoffs, because he'll be one of your seven guys. Like, if you especially <laughs> against the bigger guys in the well, at least not the East. Well, you have Giannis, and then uh, I guess you have Embiid when he's healthy. So I guess for the East to get through the East, you probably want one of the better defenders at center. So you don't want to lose him. Because Sabonis is not necessarily a big guy. Like, he's still big, but he's not as tall. So. I mean, he's like 6'11", but that's fine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, but, I mean, this Turner is... This is a really height-heavy podcast. Seven, a lot of heights on this podcast. Yeah. Hey, he's height. I, just don't, I just don't know where to be at with Turner right now. Yeah. He's very confusing. Oh, they're the same height. It just feels like Sabonis is shoulder, shorter than Turner, doesn't it? No. I just looking at him, I'm just... I don't know. Same height. I guess I am crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I, I feel like uh, Turner is a better defender, and you want to keep him if they want to try to win with this team, especially now that they have uh, all the depot back. I feel bad for TJ Warren because he, like, he puts up, like, 20-plus points a night, and he, a lot of times he's, like, guarding the other team's best wings, like Tatum and stuff, mm-hmm. and nobody cares. Yeah, because so, the shout Pacers. Out, shout out to TJ Warren for doing that. Who is the Pacers coach? I'm trying to remember. Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan, yep. yeah. Solid guy. Um, but yeah, the Pacers <laughs> just gonna Pacer, I guess. Um hmm. next team, 76ers fallen. Um okay, I mean, I know I take shots at this uh like medical staff, but what is like what is going on with the 76? Are they pushing their players too much? Not giving them the night right nutrients? Like, why is it most of their you, stars keep getting injured? depriving in- their stars? Why are they getting injured all the time? Like, is it just the stars are injury prone? All of the ones they draft? Like, That's Marco Fultz, like. Kid Gilchrist, and well, B. Now Simmons? Fultz is not necessarily injury prone. He got hurt, and then, like, his own, yeah, the mental, shoulder thing. His own mental psyche, like, destroyed yeah. himself as a basketball player. I wouldn't say that was the Sixers medical staff. Nobody's been able to fix Markel Fultz. Apparently, he's worked with like all these shot doctors and stuff. And yeah. Just no. So either no one knows anything about medical science, or Markel Fultz just has ruined himself. I mean, that's possible. But and Embiid was, you know, hurting yeah. his back, dating back to college. Embiid's mm-hmm. always been injury prone. So and in fixing, you know, a seven foot, you know, big mm-hmm. to whatever he, however much he weighs, I'm not gonna guess his weight, but yeah, that that size of a man at like fixing their medical issues is just in, almost impossible. They're just going to be recurring for his entire career. Yeah, that's true. And then who knows with Simmons, but because Simmons now it's like indefinitely kind of period, which is always scary because that's kind of how Chris Bosch is uh, 
career started to go downhill with his blood clots. Like, well, yeah, but it was because you don't want of the blood clots, not because of the indefinite timeline. Yeah, line. but and there was indefinite. I remember Brandon Ingram also had something similar, which was yeah, he had last blood year. clots. Yeah, yeah, but Simmons doesn't have blood clots. Was it like his back or something? No, but I'm saying like injuries that start uh like. I'm not saying that they're similar. I'm just saying like injuries that start um, treading on the indefinite. Like, can he actually play basketball? No, indefinite just means they don't have a set time period for when he's coming back. Yeah, but and I thought they could did, come right? up again. Yeah, but with Simmons, they haven't made a time period. But I think they're saying he might be out for that. They said they're going to reevaluate him in like yeah. two weeks. Um, do you think he'll be back for the playoffs? Yeah. If he can be, I think he will be. But I don't know if I he think will. he'll definitely be back for the playoffs. Um. I mean, they'll probably get bounced in the second round, like Celtics or Bucks. I guess now they're they've definitely fallen. Anyway, to my X factor, you already know who it is. Uh, Matisse Thybul. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. Do I want another Matisse Thybul rant? Uh, sure. Another. Uh, why isn't he getting playing time? Uh, so, I mean, I understand. Uh, with with so with Ben Simmons and Embiid, <coughs> it made sense to give him more minutes. I mean, yes, he had Josh Richardson, so, I mean, but it made sense to give him, like, about, like, 15 to 20 minutes because you already had the offense and you had, like, you had stuff flowing for the offense, so you could have guys who are focusing on the defense more. I mean, yes, Matisse Abel isn't a total liability, like, but he's not, that's not his area right now. Um, but now without them, I understand, yes, you need more playmakers, more shootings, especially now with the point guard spot or guard spot so that's why you wouldn't play him or the forward you just need more scoring in general um but yeah obviously still want to see him out there yes he he's been slumping a bit with his uh three-point shooting uh his dribbling has never been quite that good um it just feels like really old and stodgy um but yeah the really last one old and what a little stodgy 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 um but yeah, he's been playing less than twenty minutes the last eleven games, which makes sense. Um, but he's been starting a lot more, even though he's starting in the last three, so it doesn't make much sense. I mean, Richardson's out, so I think Richardson's not out, but he's hurt at least. Um, this is just from a couple of minutes ago. It says Ben Simmons is out at least three weeks. Yeah, to be reevaluated in three weeks, anyways. So there you go. There's your timeline. There we go. Um, who is your expect? Alec Burks. <laughs> Alec Burks. Okay. All right. I, I I see it. Um, I haven't seen him do much lately though. But I guess his production's obviously up because more shots. Yeah, I don't know how Alex Burks is playing a lot, but he is sometimes. Yeah. Um. Not a lot to say about Alec Burks. I just had to throw him in there. Yeah, it seems like Richardson. It's his left hamstring. Um. Or he's coming, but no, 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 he's coming back from a concussion that he had. Yeah, it just seems like they just have. And then, yeah, Richardson has cleared the uh, <coughs> the concussion protocol and be practiced today, so he might be back. Um, yes, I am reading off articles, okay, but hey, current news is current news, and you got to read it from somewhere. I'm, I I didn't think about um looking that up, but yeah, so the. If they come back in the playoffs, um, it'll be fun to see. Like, that'll be at least not for the other team that play has to play them the three seed, which I guess would be the Celtics 
in the first round. I mean, I wish it was in the later round, but I guess you got to knock out one of the teams earlier on. Um, that would be interesting. Who do you who do you see if if the 76ers just had Embiid and 76ers against the Celtics? Who are you taking? Uh, the Celtics. Yeah, the team that's the three seed. I don't know. I just yeah, don't right trust Brett Brown. Yeah. Which is why they were saying Kenny Atkinson, maybe. But. Which just feels like such a lateral move. <laughs> yeah. It's like when they're hiring Mike McCarthy with the Cowboys, but it's kind of funny. I don't know. Even that feels like a little bit of an upgrade, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, moving on to the next team, the Nets. Um, I have a question. Do you think we should I haven't just looked as up? Skip the Nets. The Nets. Who cares? <laughs> I know the only reason why they're in the playoffs is because the Wizards are nine and the Hornets are ten. Like their competition is not that great um, down there. Um, do you think Spencer Dinwiddie has hit more game-winning shots than Giannis? I I didn't look up the stat, but are you just asking? I think he has. Or are you just? Do you know? No, I don't know for sure. I'll probably look it up later, but oh. I personally think he has because Spencer Dinwiddie like. Last 20, 30 your, seconds. Is that your guy? Probably. He's, he's hit, like, he's hit, especially last year, he had, like, five or six, like, game winners. I mean, he had D'Lo, but he was off and on. Um, and he hit one last night, but he's not my X Factor. I wouldn't have picked him as my X Factor because I feel like he's just too inconsistent. Um, I mean, I picked Joe Harris's jump shot. <laughs> oh, interesting. I, I like, I think his jump shot is, like, it's very clinical, like how he does it. It's the same every time. Um, I mean, most shooters obviously are, but it just feels smooth. It's fluid, and I like watching it. I mean, and the, I it's, that's probably the only reason why I watch the Team USA games. Like besides Tatum, Joe Harris. Besides Tatum's sideburns was not jump shot. Joe Harris. I felt I felt like Jason Tatum turned back the clock with those sideburns. Like he was, he's like a guy from. Like the 1960s, starting to like a grown man. Joe um, Harris's jump shot is definitely not like one of the seven best jump shots. I'm not saying it's the best, but watch. No, I'm talking about like form wise and pleasing. To the eye. I don't think so. I like I like I watching. I think it's it. a little uh, a little weird. But yeah, no, there's nothing else on this team much. I mean, Jared Allen, maybe he hasn't done much this year. I have Garrett Temple. I picked a random guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, eight, we had the Magic, which I had John Isaac, who was actually injured. In the beginning of the year, he's playing decently. I mean, he was, like, double in blocks. Like, he was averaging 2.4 blocks, 12 points a game. I was hoping, and I really, like, if they were in the playoffs, I'd wanted to see him there in that spot. I think I think he could be above-average defender, uh, like Rudy Gobert type. Um, I, I definitely would like what I was seeing from John Isaac, but the rest of the team is like, yeah. Blah. I just can't wait to see playoff Markel Fultz. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That'll be oh, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, they'll just get knocked in the first round. I remember. Wait, so they the Magic? No, it was the Magic and Raptors in the first round last year. Yeah. Because I remember they DJ Augustine had like the game crazy game winner. Yeah, that's right. They did. They won the first game, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like all downhill from there. Yep. Ready to move to the West? Yep. Halfway through the driest. Podcast performance I know. I've ever given. <laughs> oh my goodness, you, you it is a okay. <coughs> Number one guy. I mean, this one is written on the wall. Even um, Vogel said he's their secret weapon. Oh, you can pick Caruso. Yes, I was basic and pick Caruso. Okay, it, he's just. I feel like his liftoff 
it's just ridiculous. No, I could understand. You can make a case for like KCP. Avery Bradley's been Morris. hot. Um, okay. But he's serious. Yeah. <laughs> the Morris brothers are overrated. I'm I'm telling you right now. Why why Morris is getting why the brother on Clippers is getting so many minutes? I don't know. I'm I'm happy that the other one isn't getting that many minutes. They're overrated. I don't know why they're are you serious, Markeith? Yeah, Markeith Morris. I, I think respect he's been, the KCP. I think Rajon he's been Rajon. decent for him. He plays really good defense, and he doesn't take like, too many shots. Oh, seriously. that's always good when you want to when you have a Morris brother when they're not taking too many shots. That's oh always good. Goodness. But you could have picked any of the guards, bro. The Avery Bradley's even been playing. Yeah, well he's been three. playing too well. I couldn't pick him. Yeah, he won't get that high, but. He's been on fire. Uh, no, I mostly like how Caruso, like he just he he acts like he belongs. The way he distributes the ball, like his passing, he's just he's he's been a smart playmaker. Um, his three point shooting isn't necessarily his bread and butter, but his like positional defender, um, kind of like a Steph Curry on defense, on defense, <laughs> um, and he's able to direct guys to like bigger defenders. He's not he's not gonna get blown by. I mean, he's going to get blown by, but, I mean, he's he's a smart defender, and I, I he's a smart guy. I'm watching him play, he's a, he's got liftoff. He knows when to use his athleticism. It's always fun to watch him dunk over someone. And, uh, yeah, even LeBron said he's the GOAT, so that ends the conversation right there. I will oh. say, like, credit to Frank Vogel because he's not afraid to, like, not play Caruso mm-hmm. in games. And, you know, Crusoe's kind of like this cult figure, who, mm-hmm. and it's just like he should always be on the floor Yeah, at some point. I'm not going to stand by that. But. You know, it seems like he's kind of one of the – he should be one of the five best guys in the Lakers, but you know, credit to Frank Vogel. He doesn't play him when he shouldn't. So, And credit to Crusoe for not complaining about it with all these stuff going out about well, him Caruso's being the best. just happy to be in the league at this point. I, honestly, and that's the best place for a player to be. Um, yeah, Um I don't. I don't know why you pick Markeith. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I don't. I, don't, I haven't seen him do anything. I, I haven't seen him on the court in a Lakers jersey. I just see him on the bench. Why? Are you not paying attention? <laughs> I'm not watching the full games. He literally has done nothing in a Lakers jersey. It's not true. He comes in and he plays really good defense. Yeah, but he's okay. Well, anyway, moving on. Uh, the Clippers. Uh, I got Montrez Harrell. Um, oh, nice. I mean, you could throw in Lou Will. Uh, I wanted. I would have picked Landry Shamit if he was healthy. I got Ivica Zubac. Oh, Zubac. Oh, well. Ivica. I I'm surprised they don't have like some. Ivica Zubac. I'm surprised they don't have like some low key rivalry or like. Who? Either like in a fun way or um Harold and Zubac. Why? Like, I haven't seen them as like close friends, but at the same time they're not like against Wait, each other. Why should they have a rivalry? Because they're the like two big men on yeah. this team who like. They seem like they're mostly competing for minutes. It doesn't know. seem like it. Seems like they know they're going to bring Harrell off the bench, and yeah, they know I mean, he's going to finish. Yeah, so I pick Harrell because feels he like just Harrell, they're pretty much there. set with kind of how their minutes work. Yeah, in this morning, I I was considering changing it to Pat Bev, <laughs> um, <laughs> because he is the heart and soul of this team. I mean, just a heart and soul. Heart and soul. Okay, I stand by that one. I'm not, not, they, he's just, he's their fiery guy, gets them all fired up, and, um, but I like Carroll better, he's better production, I feel like he, and for him, he, 
he's the main guy in their area, the biggest weakness. Like, he's the main guy that makes their weakness not as big as it is, which is rim protection. I mean, yes, you have Leonard and stuff, but, I mean, for guards and wings, which Beverly does, you also have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So he's not bringing that much to the table as much as Harold, whose main thing is to get big. Um, but, I mean, and Zubac does it too, but Harold's faster. I feel like he is a bit more savvy. Um, and um, a rebounder. I don't know why people hate on on Clippers' rim protection. Maybe they need to pick something. Like, oh, here's the one thing we could say they're not above average. or So I, I don't think their rim protection is that bad with Zubac and Harold. And that's that's the only thing I'd be worried about. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Well, you like the big men in Clippers? Yeah, I just think Zubats could get big for like six minutes and grab a bunch of offensive rebounds. Six minutes? He's yeah. playing a lot more than Maybe six minutes. Well, I'm talking about like in a stretch. Oh, yeah. Would you want to have Harrell or Zubac like starting? Oh, I think it works bringing Harrell off the bench. So mm-hmm. I don't know why I would why you would mess with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they bring Lou William off the bench anyways. It's kind of just like... I mean, it's for him now, out of respect for him. Yeah, it's for him. So, I mean, just keep that going. It seems like it works. Mm -hmm. If it ain't broke. Anyway, moving on to the Jazz. The the Nuggets. Nuggets, Nuggets, yeah. Um, Another person who I really like on the team. (coughs) Yes, I talk about the same guys over and over. Michael Porter. Okay, Michael Porter Jr. Not going to lie, his production has been down as of late. But it will get back, all right? I think he's hated by Mike Malone. I'm not going to lie. He has two win shares, which is more than Zion, all right? Um, he, I feel like he's he's only playing like 14 minutes a game, but he has been 50% from the field and um, 42% from three on two attempts. Yes, that's not that many attempts, but that's pretty efficient. Uh, he's been averaging per 36. He's averaging 19 and and 10. Yeah, but isn't he playing like seven minutes a game? So yeah, he's every he's playing like um, only he's playing in 14 minutes game. Yeah, so you're like you're like doubling in a half his <laughs> yeah. production. That's it's, I'm not saying that he would if you give him 36 insane. numbers, he's gonna put that up. But he's a he's actually a low key decent rebounder. He's I mean yes he's 6'10 and that helps and he has really long arms, but he's a better rebounder. People give him credit for. His, yes, his outside shot isn't as consistent as you would like it. Um, but I think right now he's at the stage where, like, if he makes a mistake, he'll get pulled to the bench. And I don't I don't think he has Malone's <coughs> confidence yet, which kind of hurts his confidence on the court. I think if he I, – I think he has plenty of room – he has room to grow, which give him more time. I think next year he could glow up. And he's the piece that the Nuggets need because I feel like they need a scorer – who isn't Jokic in those clutch moments. And Jamal Murray may do that one game, but he's off and on. I remember that series against the Spurs. It was literally turning the light switch on and off. Like, one game he would go crazy, next game he'd be dead. One game he'd go crazy, next game he'd be dead. And you need, like, some other option. And, yes, Jokic is, like, obviously a superstar, but I don't think he's that guy who you can use in the final moments. You need a guy with, you know, two win shares on his resume. Hey, more than Zion. Try again. Zion's played like 12 games. I know, you can't I collect know. a lot of win shares I know, I know. But he's still, I, I'm i just saying, I, I feel like he should get more time. I have Malik Beasley, who they traded, so yeah. I don't think they have one. What? <laughs> oh, well, I was like, what? Gary Harris, maybe? No. 
Is Will Barton still on the no, team? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> That's about it. Like, Jamal Murray is considered an X-Factor. Like, I will say, if we were talking about guys that could, like, take a jump in the playoffs, it could be Jamal Murray. Yeah. Just because, like, good Jamal Murray, like, he was – like, if you watched the Nuggets-Bucks game the other night. Mm-hmm. And where he has the dunk on Wes Matthews, where it was like, but did, did you see that? Where he he yeah. dunked on him, but they called it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. an offensive foul. That was a crazy dunk, by the way. I was like, oh. Yeah, but then he comes back later and hits him with like a yeah, crossover. Yeah, crossover three. He sauced him up on that play. Yeah, and he just like was like going after him. He was just incredibly confident. And mm-hmm. like, so like good Jamal Murray is like amazing. But, but do you remember you that series? Good Jamal Murray. Against you well, guys? Hopefully, if you're a Nuggets fan, hopefully that's last year, and hopefully this year's yeah. different. But because that was rough we'll see. to watch. Um, yeah, no, I I definitely think good Jamal Murray can definitely take them like <coughs> to definitely take them like a lot farther than last year. Um, oh, well, our second round, Warriors not are a lot planning far, to play without fans for the foreseeable future. Really, due to the coronavirus. Yep. Oh uh, well. But remember, the Warriors are also eliminated from the playoffs. I mean so. that too. I mean, but it's the Warriors. Though. They got to pay for that new Chase Stadium somehow. No, they they'll be fine. I think they'll make it. That's crazy. I did. That's something else. So they're banning their fans. I mean, that's. Well, that sounds a little intense. <laughs> that's what it says. Fans ban. Oh my goodness. Um, they have Troy Daniels now too. The Nuggets do. Oh. Who was on the Lakers? Yeah. I like it when. Like, the guys at the end of the bench on one team, like, one contending team get cut and then go to another contending team. Yeah. As, like, they're trying to pick up, like, some little trade secrets or something. Oh, yeah. I was like that. They do that a lot more in the NFL, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, You got anything more on – you'll wait. You don't have one. So. No. Anything about the Nuggets you like or anything you see? <coughs> what do you I, think of Michael Porter? What is your honest opinion of Michael Porter? I like Porter? Michael Porter. Okay. Do you think he's the piece they're missing? He's the piece they're missing. Or does he fill a need that they have? Scoring? Yeah. More scoring? Yeah, sure. But he's not going to do it this year. Yeah. I don't even know if you know if he does it next year. Like who? Who knows? Sometimes it feels like it takes guys like two or three years. But mm-hmm. I would be more concerned with the development of Jamal Murray. Yeah. And whether or not that guy can be the point guard on a title team. Yeah, that's because that true. seems like they're closer to that sort of breakthrough than they are with Michael Porter. Yeah. Is Porter one of the seven guys you want to play? On the Nuggets? Yeah. Um, in my mind, he would be. Looking at the roster. I would rather play him than Gary Harris at this point. Gary Harris is I awful. know. I I, I don't even know. That's that's one of the rough contracts they've had lately. Um, uh, let's see. Monte Morris? Is it Jeremy Grant? I like Monte those, Morris. I like, I like those guys. Yeah, those guys are like solid. Tory Craig is. They love Tory Craig. Um, Kata Bates Diop has a really strong fan base for some reason. I don't know why, but anyway, um, moving on to Mal- Malik Beasley's the best player in the Timberwolves right now, by the way. So really throwing it out there more than D'Lo. Yeah, I don't know about that. Throwing it out there. I don't know. He could be second best, best defensive player. Um, I don't know about the best player like on both ends. Um, moving on uh, to the Jazz. Oh, I guess you can start this one. I have Jeff Green. <laughs> okay, why? Well, we haven't had our Jeff Green moment yet. What do you mean you haven't? What do you, like? Well, there has, we have to have crazy? a moment every year where we're like, is, oh, is Jeff Green good? Is Jeff Green good? And we haven't had it yet, so I'm yeah. just waiting for it. 
Uh, I picked Bogdanovich, Bullion. Very clever. Um, the like watching those games, I wasn't watching for him, but he just it just kept coming up over and over again where he would be going right at guys. He would be the way he was handling the ball, like he was crossing over guys, and he's like 31, 30 years old, and you don't expect him to do it, and he's just going straight at him and making the buckets, like, and he's just I I thought he was more of a standing corner kind of guy, like, or more of a like do a little step back or something like Joe Ingles. No, he's he's actually going at guys, and he has a very he has a decent handle, which I think is underrated, um, and um, which is partially why he is. Um, averaging 20 points per game, uh, has decent defense, um, and yeah, he has 2.1 assists, 4.1 rebounds, not crazy, but he is just mostly a scorer, but the way he does it, I, I think like in third quarter, fourth quarter, you need some scoring, he definitely can close the, the gap, um, yeah. I definitely think he's taken another jump. I haven't seen. I didn't see him much last year, last couple of years, um, but I know this year he's. He would definitely be one of the seven guys I'd want in the playoff series. Next to Michael Porter. Yeah, I mean he's not. I think he's way. He's definitely significantly better than Michael Porter, um, but I think Porter would be a like one of the guys you pass to in the corner. He'd be the guy who hits it in the corner and then runs in and gets the rebound and puts it over the guy. Because he missed. <laughs> yeah. If he didn't make the and I, if he didn't make the three. Or he could be that heat check guy at the end of the second quarter when know, all I the just don't see bench Michael guys Porter are there. chasing his own rebounds, but all the time. He does it all the time. I don't think he does. Yes, he does. He's he's done it multiple times. Well, and he'd know. be the guy who like could school light up on the bench. Light up the guys on the bench coming in coming in. If Porter doesn't play in the playoffs, I'm gonna be salty. I'm 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 gonna call Mike Malone because I have his number. I'm gonna be like, you gotta play. Um. Anyway, moving on. OKC Thunder. Who do you have? Oh, I have Lou Dort. Lou Dort. Yeah. Young guy. I'm. I haven't seen him much. What? What? What who, is he? Who do you have? What kind of player is he? I don't even know. Uh, Lou. They have a, Lou Dort's a great defender. Oh. Okay. He's incredibly strong. He did an awesome job on Tatum. Like a couple nights ago, uh-huh. and that's just the most recent example. Mm-hmm. He's been really good on defense. I mean, Tatum had a like a two game stretch there where it was like his production was down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, two games is fine. But one of the reasons was Lou Dort, and you just you can't drive by him. He's incredibly strong, and they need a a guy like a wing. You know, mm-hmm. Terrence Ferguson and uh, Hannah Du Diallo and Diallo, yeah. these other guys just aren't going to be the answer. Yeah, to go next to Gallinari, and I don't know how much offense they can get from him, but. At least he's aggressive and he can attack out of the corner and do all kinds of different stuff. So, so. the wing version of Andre Roberson, kind of. I mean, he's a little smaller, but mm-hmm. anything on offense? Um, you know, know he's just like attacking out of the corner and oh, okay. a lot of slashing and stuff. I think he's a little more offense than Roberson, mm-hmm. but as long as you're not like super detrimental, and yeah. if he gives him that same production on on defense and <coughs> all that added versatility, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's a guy that. It's going to be, like, super valuable for him in the playoffs. Yeah, I picked Gallinari. Uh, guess how old he is. Gallinari, yeah. uh, 28. Uh, he's 31. 31. 11 uh, seasons in the league. I went young. I was surprised he was, he's been in there. Um, yeah, no. He, and he's one of the people who's actually in favor of clearing out the arena for the fans. Hmm. Which I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, but, yeah, he's, like you mentioned, he's the best forward on this team. 
Uh, this year he's been shooting uh, 49% from th- So you go with guys that are like really good at the X factors then. Yeah. I think I think they're like I pick the second, third option guys who no one talks about. And or my favorite player on the team, which I mean would be Cuz I always think X factor is like a like a limited like a role player that comes yeah. in for like a few minutes and does stuff. Gallinari is a role player. Yeah, but he's their third best player. Like I don't have a superstar on this list. They're all role players. Well, yeah, but you have like Bam and Gallinari. Okay, and, Bam is getting there. Like and, he's uh, close. I forget who some of your other guys were. Oh, yeah. Bogdanovich scores 20 points a game. But you, no one thinks about him. Like, when you talk about jazz players, you're like Conley, Gobert, Mitchell. Then you might get to Bogdanovich. Like, no, I just think I just thought it's interesting that we have different yeah. ideas of X Factors. Yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, when I'm when I'm doing X Factors, it's either like a guy who's deep on the bench but is really decent, out, really good at the niche thing he does, <coughs> or the second or third option who no one talks about. Like, I'm not here talking about AD, but like, uh yeah, Doug Gallinari, he's on nights, he's second, third option. He's and he's really good from three, like seven attempts, forty percent. That's um he's and straight up score only like two assists. He's not passing the ball or doing any crazy or rebounding. Um, but he's he's a guy who just fills up the box score, not horrible on defense, and uh d- does his job. I I don't think it'll be interesting to see him in the playoffs. Um as a fifth seed. Um, interact uh, with Chris Paul. I'm just ready, waiting for Chris Paul to yell at his teammates in like game four when they're down against, down like by 10 against whoever they're playing. The jazz. Yeah, it's the Jazz. Oh, it's the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, we already looked at that. Yeah, Gallinari's about to get crossed up by like <coughs> Bogdanovich. I'm calling it right now. Oh, there you go. And then, and then like Chris Paul will be like on the bench yelling with Billy Donovan, being like, why aren't you? Anyway, uh, but yeah, that's who I picked. Did you? You said yours, Dort, right? Yep, Lou Dort. Okay, next, the Rockets. I had a couple guys. Oh, uh, I, I just the Rockets aren't allowed to have X factors. <laughs> I know they were like everyone you need, and that's the tough thing with the Rockets is you need every single person on this, like on the f- top seven, eight guys, or it's gonna be bad. Like you need, and uh, I mostly pick the defensive guys later down the line, like Robert Covington. I like how no, you pick Covington. His rim protection has been good since he left the um, left the uh, left the Timberwolves. Like, yes, it's just stats with his uh, blocks going from zero point nine to which is pretty much one to two point five. But like just watching games, he's been there. Besides PJ Tucker, that he's been their main like guy who's protecting the rim. Taking on their big guys. Yes, there are times when the seven footer just dunks all over them. I mean, that's gonna happen. Um, but when they're you know just going with a soft layup, Ruddy Rocco has been flying out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, he's the guy they really need him on offense. He's been a decent shooter. I mean, he has thirty five percent from three on eight attempts. I guess it's the Rockets are jacking up threes. And uh, yeah, I also had PJ Tucker. Uh, and probably one of the best uh, corner sh- um, shooters. Um, and he doesn't handle the ball much. I mean, 100% of his corner threes were assisted last year. Uh, and this year it's 96%, and that's his main job. And um, shooting 40% from there. So, I mean, when you do your job on offense, which the Rockets, everyone has their own thing, and <coughs> get it done, and are the main pieces on defense, you become their X factor. So, I mean, if PJ Tucker gets hurt, I think they're or Rocco Ro- 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 or either of them, or both of them, the, the Rockets are pretty much done. 
I don't think they're making another. I don't think they're making past the first round of the playoffs. I was will say the Westbrook, Harden coronation about how great these guys have been playing together has them in the sixth seed. So great job. <laughs> Very proud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm down on them. I think that they're all healthy. What are you talking about? You're super up on them. You yeah. Still are picking them to win the finals. I'm not picking them to win the finals. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down there. Also, the Lakers clinched the playoffs, which I didn't know. Let's slow down there. I'm not picking them to win the finals. I think they'll be out in the second round. I can see the. I mean, if they, I'm saying if any of these on guys the last are injured. Podcast, you were saying, but James Harden can still be the best player on a finals team. Yeah, I'm saying can he be? I'm not saying he will. Him to like turn it around this playoffs. Yeah, I'm saying I'm. I was saying is he is could he be the best player on a finals team? I'm not saying he will be the finals team this year because you have all the top guys. Well, that's what you meant. But I'm saying yeah, that's what I meant. But like, is it possible? I mean, you meant you meant you're picking the Rockets to win the finals. No, I'm not picking them to win. I'm saying could he be like if you put enough pieces around him, could he be the number one guy? Could he go on a ridiculously scorching stretch for three months? If you put him on a team with LeBron and Durant <laughs> and Steph and just he never plays, yeah, then he would be. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying for my predictions, if any of those two guys are hurt, they'll be out in the first round against the Nuggets. And if they are healthy, they'll be probably out in the second round with, uh, with whoever, either the Clippers or the Lakers. Um, that's all I'm saying. Um, and then Mavericks. Uh, I pick Seth Curry. Uh, I think once in a while he looks like his brother. I'm not saying it's just because of the name. Like you can actually see. Like sometimes he sauces up a guy and hits a three. Now, yes, does he do it? Does is he anywhere near the level of his brother? No, I'm not going to sit here and say that. Um, but when he's been out, he's been a decent, important part to this team. Um, when Doncic is off from three, he's usually the guy they go to besides like Finney Smith. Um, and Hardaway Jr., but those guys aren't as consistent as the highlights would show. But um, he's he's been decent. Uh, he's only he's almost averaging a 50-40-90. He's 43 percent from three and eighty four percent. I think he's the highest three point percentage in NBA history for a career. I oh, could be, could be wrong about that though. Oh, okay. But right now he's he's on nine attempts from field. He's forty three percent on five attempts from the field. And the reason why I keep bringing up attempts is because like if you shoot only one or two, like the numbers don't matter as much. But obviously with the more attempts, the harder it is to Except do it. Except for with Michael Porter. Okay, just well. bring up the per thirty six numbers. Okay, I did bring up because he needs more play. Time. I'm not saying he'll average a double double, but he I could see him average like twelve points, in which he was doing. Um, when he was given more minutes, and I'm just saying, all you know, a rising tide um, raises all ships. So, give him more minutes, team goes higher. I'm just saying, I'm not saying he's like going to carry the team. I'm just saying he is another scorer they could use. Um, but yeah, that's my thing on Seth Curry. Who's your my guy's Maxi Kleber? All right, I'm, I'm not some of the best defense I've seen played on Zion was by Kleber and uh, Porzingis mm-hmm. in that one game. And Cleve, he was just was doing an awesome job of just staying in front of him and absorbing all the, the shoulder blows mm-hmm. and really like being able to like take a step back and yeah, let like that would like take some of the force off mm-hmm. because he wasn't hitting him just as immediately as hard yeah so incredibly smart great shooter yeah he's actually pretty 
decent shooter. Oh, that's the interesting thing is like most of the guys on the roster are Mavs, which I kind of hated on earlier. They're all pretty decent shooters. Like <coughs> they kind of remind me of the Clippers, like when they had Gallinari and Tobias Harris and like Pat Bev and all those guys. It was like there's not really a bad shooter on this team. Like yes, you have Harrell and Zubat. Well, I I don't think Zubat was on the team, but you had Harrell, yeah. But pretty much everyone else was a decent shooter. Um, and I think the that's where the Mavs are right now. Like, and it helps Doncic so much when he's like driving to the paint is he can dish and dime. And I think there's it's definitely surprised me. I didn't think the Mavs would have that many good shooters. Uh, moving on to the Grizzlies, injury ridden. Uh, I had Brad, Brandon Clark. I mean. I brought him up before. I have Jonas Valanciunas. All right, a guy who's actually playing. He's didn't he have some something happen? I think he put up some crazy game lately or something happened. He was in the news or something. I can't remember. Hmm. Um, what? You want to give your case for him or? I don't really have much of a case. <laughs> I just kind of picked him out. <laughs> I mean, he's been a decent. He's been. I don't think he's really taken a step back. He's kept um, being like that. Um, older guy who's like cheering on the young guys as they continue to blossom right now um yeah no i i picked brandon clark because of um him his bark off the bench uh he was averaging 12 and 5 i mean which isn't bad for your rookie year is jonas valanciunas the travis kelsey of the nba he looks so much like travis kelsey i'm not even gonna lie he does look like him probably a bigger beard though I don't know. Um, I think it's pretty similar. Travis Kelsey had a long beard. Yeah. It wasn't too long. It was kind of shortish. Um, Yeah, no, I Brandon Clark, because I feel like he's a smart player, um, wet from mid-range, and um, he gets his job done. He's hurt right now. <laughs> I think, isn't 3J hurt too? Jordan Jackson Jr.? Uh, probably. I think so. Um, And I think the, the Grizzlies have a big enough lead, they'll yeah, they should probably hold on to it and make yeah. the playoffs. But I don't know; they've been pretty lackluster since the All Star break. So yeah, I mean, I it's obviously us wanting Zion to make it. I don't know if he'll make it. I mean, the way people do. Uh, have you seen like how ESPNs and all those people are talking about like how great he is, the best rookie ever? And I recently watched like YouTube video breakdown stats. Like, no, he, he's not the greatest. Like, if you go look at LeBron, like Oscar Robertson, like the back in the day like guys definitely were putting up better stats than this as a rookie yeah, i gotta go watch in lebron but mj the old oscar the robinson tape even the goat i think he put up like 27 and and like 10 and 11 in his first game so his first he's i'm just saying like he, he, zion is really good and probably gen i mean obviously generational talent but it's not like we've never seen this before um oh you're already bored of generational talent no, I'm not. I'm saying I love watching this. Like I love watching this, but you watch all these. No, it's like, is he the best like, rookie ever? You've Coming been up bored next by like LeBron and stuff. You're like, oh well, I've seen that before. But like one other guy, like there's like six people you've mentioned that have done this stuff, and Zion's yeah. doing it. Yeah, I'm not That's saying it. it's like six people. Yeah, I'm not. And you're like, well, we we've seen it six times by now. It's yeah, I'm not saying it's crazy. I'm just saying it's not like the best ever. Okay, so it's still it's still like it's like you <laughs> it know, is really significant. I'm not saying with Jordan it's not. and LeBron and Oscar and those guys. Like, yeah, Wilt, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I always take Wilt. Like, Wilt Chamberlain's stats are just like just insane. Anyway, 
but yeah, no, I I don't think Zion's like best rookie ever. It's fun to watch him though. <laughs> I am always worried when he jumps, and uh, he walks weird. That that's about it. Any any last minute takes, Remington? Oh. Wearing the Colts beanie, bro. Philip Rivers, he's going to the Colts. It's well, we're gonna we we're gonna talk about it Thursday, yeah, but right. I I had to put it out there, bro. <laughs> I haven't heard him going anywhere else. He wants him. The team wants him. It's either that or retiring right now. I'm just saying. It's pretty much 100%. Which they were saying last year was a down year for him, so maybe he'd be on the uptake. You look so sad right now. It's not that bad or anything. You guys will live. You guys make it. Don't worry. Oh my anyway, yeah, we'll break that down tomorrow. Um, so look out for an NFL pod. Probably need an update. Um, I haven't looked at it lately. But, um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, thank you for listening.